Episode 67 of the Geek Card Games Podcast. I am your host, Cody Teacher, alongside my best friend, Sam Suvet. I said best fram, I'm pretty sure. Hey man, frames forever. Best friend, Sam Suvet. Sam, how's it going? Uh, good, good. I, I want to find out what a fram is. I'm sure it's a slang term for something. Like I'm sure it's a British slang. For we some reason, I'm up. thinking it's like a pasta thing. Fram? A pasta? Yeah. I'd be okay with being compared to pasta. Yeah, pasta's pretty good. Um, yeah. yeah. So Sam, got a little bit of housekeeping. First off, you're rocking a stellar shirt. Let's show that off for the camera. <laughs> okay, it's it's a here's my my geek car pride shirt. Um, get my thing out of the way there. Uh, yeah. So that's that's the shirt. I'm a little disappointed in it. To be oh, honest really? with you, yeah, because um, like on the screen, like the colors mm-hmm. looked really distinct, but then like when I got it, like the orange and the red look very similar, and like the blue yeah. and the purple look very similar, and I'm like, oh, that doesn't show oh, really? up as well. Yeah, I, I think the blue and the purple are different. I can see the red and the orange thing you're talking about. Well, there's like three different colors of the blue purple shade, and it's just I don't, okay. It's fine. It's just, you know, I was like, oh, well, it's, it's not as I don't understand how colors printed on t-shirts work apparently because it's different than how they look on the screen but uh but yeah key card pride shirt hey hey I'm, I'm happy that i got it still in pride month and could wear it on a pride episode so yeah all right and the uh a little, little bit of housekeeping we have is um one of us here is a winner but are there really any winners in this situation not really no. not really not really so um, um go ahead <laughs> so a while back we did a bet quite a while the, back quite a while back i think it was like a year ago so of <laughs> uh, about the pricing of damon x machina a nintendo switch exclusive game uh and sam i think i was on the fence of like or i was on the side of this is going to be a 60 dollar game no matter what and you were more like, no, like it may be 60 physically, but I think it, may, it will be about 40 to 50 digitally. No. Okay, no, no, no. When this thing started, way back when it had originally started, you were you were like, yeah, this is going to be a $60 game. And I was like, no, this is not going to be a $60 game. And we, we were like, let's make a bet. But we didn't set any terms for the bet mm. because we were just like, whatever. Uh, but then like months later, um, I think this was... I think this was at the point where there were already some physical listings out there, like pre-listings on like yeah. GameStop, um, and they had it listed for fifty nine ninety nine. And at that point, I was willing to double down on this bet, and we actually set terms for the bet. And that's when you said it would it would be a sixty dollar game, and I decided it would be a forty dollar game, and uh, we would uh, the winner would get a five dollar Nintendo gift card, and. I was saying that these these sites that had it up already, like they they had like a coming soon image for the 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 uh, what the cover looks like, and like they didn't have yeah. a release date. I was like, this is just a placeholder. Like they don't know what the price is going to be. Like it could go down. Like that's I'm not trusting in that. I wasn't gonna trust in it until I saw an official Nintendo digital page saying this is the price. So that's we set the terms for that. A few months ago mm. and now finally finally the bet has been resolved because uh the the store page for nintendo's damon x machina doesn't have the price yet for the digital but 
on that voucher program they have where it's like you can pay a hundred dollars and get like two sixty dollar games um it's it's got this stuff coming up and it lists Damon X Machina for $59.99. So Cody has won the bet. But as we said, like I, I don't think there's any winners because I don't believe it's a $60 game. So people buying the game are not winning, and I don't think the game is gonna sell as much, so I don't think the publisher and Nintendo are winning as much. So and this is based on I played the demo. And Byron also played the demo, and he agreed with me that it was not a $60 game. So, But Nintendo does what Nintendo wants. So, Everything I've seen from it, like it looks like an interesting game, but I do agree. I don't think it should be $60. Um, I'm going to be very interested when reviews roll around, uh, because like it does mm-hmm. seem like a cool game that I would love to catch on a sale. Um, but yeah, once again, I'll probably be two years from now, because Nintendo and their sales are kind of kind of bad oh that my face wasn't about it going on sale it was like it's not even worth buying it on sale was, was oh, my face damn. So, um, i really didn't like it but that's fine that's fine yeah. so but you know hey um, yeah i will use that five dollars wisely i hope so <laughs> so we this may be the sale may be over but so like i loaded up my switch because i was like oh let me check out what's on the store now and uh they had nba 2k19 for 2.99 and I was like, "Oh, that's <laughs> insane! That's like a that's like a full price game some places." And I was like, "Yeah." I, but I think those two K games are optimized terribly for the Switch, if I'm remembering uh, correctly. And I think two K nineteen got some shit for their microtransactions about like haircuts. So everybody's got shit for uh, the microtransactions. True. Uh, yeah. But Sam, we're a video game podcast. We should probably talk about some video games. So I mean, some stuff. could argue that we just were, but yeah, let's go ahead with your segue. <laughs> So first off, I have the Destiny download for this week. The Destiny download. Um, so last I talked, uh, Season of Opulence had just came out. We're still going strong with that. Uh, they've added some new bosses to the Menagerie. Uh, the raid I have not done yet, but I did go back and do Black Armor's raid, Scourge of the Past. Uh, first time I did it, dear God, I lied the entire way through. I was like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. And uh, there's a part where you have to pick up a ball and like there are like five buildings and the buildings are numbered on a map i have not seen the map yet so they're like go to three i was like i'm just gonna start running and they're gonna tell me if i'm going the wrong way (laughs) luckily i was going the right way so hey why didn't you just tell him you you needed a little more direction uh, because uh you know people on lfg sites unless they say new player new newbies welcome uh they're kind of like elitist and like hey go um but luckily the second time uh i got sherpa'd that's what they call it uh by a wonderful gay couple um they were super nice super friendly the cutest little things um how many people are oh it's just wait how many it's six 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 people on a raid okay um but like they were like teaching four other of us yeah they were teaching four of us yeah Cool. Uh, how to do the raid it was really nice um they're cool. so they're so lovely um they worked with us when we were like messing up small mechanics um and so i feel very confident that i just know everything about that raid now and it was really nice it was a wonderful evening um i got some pretty good loot i'm still so like last wish which is the the raid that drowned for the forsaken and skirts of the past both launched with uh these two exotic weapons uh wisp uh, not whisper of the worm 
A Thousand Voices and Anarchy. And I I want one of them just because I want to say I have it. And I can't get either of them to drop. So maybe eventually I'll get lucky. Um, I am probably going to try the new raid soon. Like, I think I've kind of got the mechanics down. I hit 750 on my Titan. Ooh, so I'm feeling pretty confident. Yeah. It's a, it a easier grind than I thought it'd be. I feel like that whole uh, power boost of 690 really helped because, like, I had a couple pieces that were just, like, lacking behind. Um, and so, yeah, the menagerie is still like one of my favorite activities. Um, I think I've only got like two or three triumphs left in the base menagerie. Uh, they just announced that the heroic menagerie is dropping next week. Um, and that does not have, uh, matchmaking. You have to like form a fire team and go in before because it's that hard. Um, and I'm pretty excited for that. I think it's gonna be pretty cool. Uh, the second boss was a giant hive ogre. It was my I did not enjoy it as much as I enjoyed the first boss, which is a giant like Havex mine. And I have not done this week's boss, which is uh I think another Vex boss. Uh, but I'm interested to get in there and try it. I've been uh really grinding some iron banner this week because mm-hmm. it happened. Uh there's a quest tied to it. And uh you know, I'm having fun. You know, Destiny's really cool. Uh like it's just that game I can go back to over and over. And I'm just relaxed playing it. Um, like, I don't feel like I'm, like, having to do, like, a bunch of crazy stuff. Uh, there were some pretty cool announcements. Um, they announced yesterday, when we were recording this, the updates to the Eververse store coming in the fall. Um, and how, like, you'll be able to start earning Bright Dust by doing uh, bounties, like, and actually earning, like, an abundance of them. Because currently, right now, Tess sells bounties, but you only get, like, 50 to 70 Bright Dust per quest. And granted, those, like, start over daily they're just not a lot for how much bright dust items cost in the shop um and they also kind of outlined their sam can you still hear me i can hear you you've been frozen pretty much since you started talking okay. about destiny which is a shame because we've been on this call for a very long time yeah. with no problems and then as soon as we start the podcast it freezes i, I started getting a phone call and i was like oh, oh it's okay. gonna freeze me um they kind of outlined the kind of like transmog thing that's going to be coming to Destiny in Shadowkeep, where these uh, the Eververse armor, which you probably have seen, um, is now going to start acting like ornaments for gear. So we're like, say you have a piece of armor, um, it's got great stats on it, but you really love like the Halloween themed uh, Eververse stuff that like made you look like Scarecrow, Tin Man. Uh, I think it was Cowardly Lion was what the Warlocks one was. Um, like say you really like how that looks now you can make this armor with great stats look like that i think that's a really great thing uh, i'm excited for it um yeah and then uh they uh we're doing a stream today for uh guardian con and they kind of showed off some artwork for new guns coming and it looks really really cool i'm excited for that so yeah destiny is just like in a great place and i think it's going great places and i'm really excited for it like everything that's happening um yeah destiny it's been a blast to play nice i wish you'd made some type of pun there at the end but that's okay destiny's a lot of fun i'm glad i don't have to be in the shadows about it get it Shadow. Mm-hmm. no nope, that was lame. i appreciate okay. you trying yeah so. <laughs> sorry all right sam um why don't you tell me what you've been playing okay do you, do you want to try to um fix the screen <laughs> Just how, how bad am i looking am i making a dumb face or? yeah 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 so it's not it's your best face. face 
Okay. Let's start, should I restart in the call? Do I need to? Should I get off as well, or should we just? Um, we I'll, just I'll be right back. Okay. Okay. Oh, wait, hold on. What if I turn off my camera? Oh, getting fancy. Huh. Hey, hey, that's better. All right. That's good. All right. All right. So just let me know when I gotta stick. do that. Okay, I'm gonna just gonna write down. Um, I'll just leave it in. I'll I'll take it out of the audio. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Okay, it's fine. Um. Okay. So um. So it's we're we're ending June. It's the end of Pride Month. So I've got one last Pride pick of the week. Um, I will say, like, just overall, it seems like it's been a rougher year trying to find good games that I want to play and talk about for my Pride pick, which is unfortunate because, I mean, there's a lot more queer representation in games, but um, apparently not quite enough for me. There's not a lot of mainstream. Um, and so I've been going to, like, itch.io trying to find stuff and like really very independent stuff um so i'd I'd scouted around and i found this game that i was excited about called like pinewood island or something because it was supposed to be this like visual novel horror story about these people on an island and i thought it was like had a queer couple as well but then when i went to go download it i was reading it and i'm like this doesn't sound like there's not a gay couple in here what i don't and I couldn't find it, and so I Googled it and tried to find anything about it, and, like, nothing I could find was saying that it had any type of LGBTQ plus stuff. I was like, where did I come up with this? Was I just, like, completely wrong? So I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll try to go find something else. So then I found this game called We Know the Devil, which was on Steam. It was on a Steam list, and it's a visual novel about these girls at a camp that have to spend the night in the in a cabin and, like, try to not get killed by the devil and it also had queer stuff going on so i was like okay this is like close to what i was looking for let's let's play this and so i started it and i i really didn't care for it and then i fell asleep and then i really didn't want to go back and play it again so i was like man this is just really disappointing um so then my my final choice here i i decided to go ahead and get this game called the missing jj macfield and the island of memories which i'd heard about this before it's a platformer and basically you're playing as this girl jj and it's kind of like a puzzle platformer and to get through this stuff she has to like mangle her body in like all kinds of different ways and like cut off limbs and stuff um, which is kind of gruesome and, you know, I'm into that. I was like, yeah, this, this could be cool. Um, but you know, I don't like puzzle stuff yeah. as much. So I was like, oh, but there were, there were walkthroughs all over the internet. So I was like, this will be fine. I can look up anything I need to. I'm just, I'm going to go for it. Um, so I started and it, it is a very queer story. Like there's a lot going on there. Um, I'm afraid you're frozen again. Oh dear. It's fine. Um, you look very stoic about what I'm talking about. Um, obviously you're starting. Yeah, there we go. Um, so basically it starts out, JJ and her friend Emily are going camping on this island, I guess. And like, they're you know, talking blah, blah, blah. They have a nice little kiss and then they go to bed and, and then in the morning, Emily's missing. And so the whole game is JJ going and trying to find Emily. Um, and I thought it was just, she was just going to be missing and, you know, you got to look, but like, like at the beginning and then at various parts, you see Emily running because there's also this kind of like shadow monster woman who's chasing her. And she's a pretty cool character design because, uh, it's kind of like this, this black and white art style 
kind of similar to like the ring girl like you know mm. what i'm talking about her yeah and but like she has this kind of swiss army knife blade i guess that she's gonna come attack with uh but when she comes after you she like flips over and like walks on her hands and like is holding the blade in her feet or something so it's really it's really unique and, and spooky and and fun so you're going through looking for emily sometimes you encounter this um this mystery thing that's trying to kill you the spirit um and you're just going through and you do have to do these some of it's fun when you dismember yourself which sounds weird um but like sometimes you'll like there'll be like a saw blade and you'll like walk into it and you'll just like lose an arm or something uh sometimes you'll jump on the saw blade uh because you need it to like propel you in pieces up to this uh ledge that you couldn't get to if you weren't dismembered and it's like you don't you don't die when this happens uh you just you know you're in some pieces and you just hold down like the triangle button and you regenerate and your, your body grows back together um and it's it's cool because like when you're playing just JJ's normal she's just like normal looking girl with like you know uh, you can see her hair and her clothes and stuff but then as soon as she gets injured she kind of turns into like a like a black negative space kind of figure so you're not seeing gore you're just seeing like a like a she's gone into like the the damaged realm I guess you would call it um, and the real cool thing is uh, if you get real real damage you end up so you're just a head and so you're like this head but then you also have some like entrails like kind of <laughs> sliding out from it so it kind of looks like a squid or something and you just yeah. kind of like roll and jump around because there's some parts where you just have to be head sized to get through it to go do different things um so it's pretty cool but like once you get into like really the deep puzzle stuff you know, I would get frustrated because I'm like, okay. I don't know how to figure this out. I don't have the patience for it. It's the kind of thing where you have to like do this and then go back to this other area and grab this and then come back and do this and do all this stuff. And I'm like, thank God for walkthroughs because I wouldn't have made it. Um, but as you're going, you collect these donuts. They're just like the collectibles. And when you get a certain number of donuts, it unlocks some stuff on JJ's phone. And so she's got text messages with about five or six maybe four or five like regular people and then Emily and her mom. And those are like the big ones at the top. They're pinned because those mm -hmm. are her important ones. And so as you're going, you get to see like some of JJ's past and things that have happened and stuff that's like helped lead to where she was today and like what's happening. Um, and it's very intriguing stuff. And like the way stuff is revealed is good. My complaint with this is, you have to collect the donuts to get the stories, right? But like, mm. you know, sometimes you have to, you're just, you're going to miss some donuts, okay? Yeah, so yeah. there's like 271 or something like in the whole game. And like by the time I was right about to the end, I was at like maybe 240 or something. And so like I knew I was missing some and it's, yeah. it's one of those things like the story was really starting to get good and you're like, I really want to know what happened at the end right before they came to the island you know and it just sucks that like if you haven't done a good job of getting all this beforehand you're gonna miss some stuff that's probably really important and emotional stuff and i'm just like Ur. and so i tried to go online and just find some stuff like saying what it was but i couldn't find it 
I guess I can try to look for a better walkthrough. The walkthrough I was following, this YouTube guy, uh, like my donuts were ahead of his. So like I, I had more donuts than that guy. I'm sorry, than they had. I don't know if it was a, who, was, who was playing. But, um, but yeah, so that was kind of disappointing. And then it's only like a five or six hour game. So I mean, it's not very long. Uh, I pretty much played it all in one sitting. I think I like, you know, stopped for dinner. But like I wanted to kind of like get it wrapped up. Um, but by the end, I was... Cody, I was ready for it to be over because I was just like, I don't, I don't want to do. That. Oh, also, because um, weird stuff is happening, and like sometimes Emily would call you on the phone, and she would have this really weird voice that was almost like, like an alien trying to learn to talk, but like a baby sounding, and it was just super annoying, and I hated that. Um, and, and towards the end, there was this part where I got stuck because you can't actually die. Like once you're in pieces, you're fine. As, but like if you're just a head and then the head dies, then you're dead, dead. And you kind of have to restart that section. Um, and so I, I kept dying at this one part and having to re-listen to this phone call with Emily. And I was like, it was like a couple minutes long. And I was just like, because I hated it so much. Um, and then I was getting towards the end and I was pretty... I was like, all right, it's fine. We're going to get through this. It's going to be the end and it's going to be fine. Um, and then I got, and it wasn't the end, Cody. I thought it was going to be the end and then it wasn't. And there was more stuff that I had to do. And I got really mad the way that I get sometimes. And mm-hmm. I was just like, I don't, I was like, I don't want to know if I want to do this. And I checked the walkthrough and it showed that from where I was, there were about nine minutes left in the game. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to do it. I'm just going to watch this video and like, that's going to be it. So I watched the video and like, you know, I saw like what they were doing to get through it. And I was like, all right. And then I watched all the end cut scenes and I was like, you know, this has a good message and you know, it's a good game. But, and so then I, I was like, let me just try it a couple more times. So I tried it like three more times and then I got through it. And so I actually did finish the game. So I was excited about that. Um, but like, I, it's, it's literally not for me. And I feel like, it has a really important message that like, I'm not going to go into too much detail because it's like something that kind of just develops through the course of the game. And it's nice for you to find it that way. Um, But it's frustrating, like the road you have to go to get to it. And it like makes me really appreciate a game like Celeste where, you know, they had a really important message that they wanted to share with people and they gave all these assist modes to make sure anyone could access it and get through it. And this one, it just, it didn't have that accessibility to me. Cause like, you gotta, you gotta figure out these puzzles. You gotta master all this platforming. You gotta collect all this, the donuts if you want to really know everything. Um, and so it was just like, eh, eh. Um, but yeah, it's, I feel like it is a very good game, but it, it's not a game that I'm super fond of. Um, but yeah, yeah. I'm glad that it so, exists. So with the donuts, um, is it like, oh, collect every like 10 or so you collect, it unlocks a new text? Or is it like you can collect like, is I don't know, is the game separated into like, let's call them world, like in like Mario, you're in like world one, two. So like, if you don't get all the donuts from like this world, do you miss a huge chunk of the story or is it just keeps going I f- and by time you get to 271 you have the whole story i feel like it just keeps going, going. so okay. like you're not missing stuff in the middle i think okay. you only miss stuff at the end uh, 
And and I don't know exactly where it happens. Just every once in a while, after you get a certain amount of donuts, it, it unlocks. And okay. it, it the way it unlocks is uh, it'll either unlock some stuff from Emily and your mom, or it'll unlock stuff from the four or five other people that are there. So okay. And it was it was cool. Like she, one of them, she was texting texting with her professor, and he's like this real nerdy guy. And he's like, um, "Don't tell anyone, but like I have to I have to miss class because you know I'm going to Comic Con." She's like, "Okay, well I won't tell anyone, but I mean, what if you run into some of your students?" And he's like, "Oh, it's it's cool. No one will notice. I'm, I'll be dressed as Boba Fett." So <laughs> this is really cool. But uh, but yeah, it's uh it's interesting. I'm, I'm glad it exists. It's good for people, but it's just it's a hard playthrough. There's a second one from right. I feel like I've seen a, sec- a listing for a second one. Or maybe I'm crazy. I feel like you might be mistaken. Maybe, mis- maybe I'm thinking of a different game. Perhaps you are. Perhaps they've uh, announced a sequel. Um, yeah, I, I feel like you're missing two. I feel like I'm- oh, I, for- I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. So one of the other weird things about this game, so like right at the beginning, you get struck by lightning, and that's how you get oh. this ability to die and come back. But like uh, after you're struck by lightning, this like this deer... Man with antlers wearing a doctor's uh, jacket comes over and he's like reviving you and like that's what happens and like this this deer doctor guy shows up various points throughout the game. It's yeah. real weird. So but yeah, I'm into it. All right. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that is the missing JJ Macfield in the Island of Memories. Okay. Okay. Well, that was Sam's pride pick. Um, the yeah. last one of the month. Good, yeah. yeah. I've been in a weird state where I thought it was the final week of uh, June. And I was like, oh, next week is 4th of July, right? No. You still got a week, Cody. Get your life together. Um, Although some people in my neighborhood think it is already because they've started shooting fireworks. Ooh, those kind of people. Yeah. The worst. That's fine. All right. Well, next up for me. Sam, do we have the music box? No. No, that's okay. It's all right. We have. Returning segment. The Elder Scrolls. Essentials. So, Ellisware has dropped. The Necromancer's alive. There's dragons. There's Khajiits. He said the Necromancer's alive. Ha ha ha. So, with this update, I was like, alright, I'm playing a Necromancer. Uh, so I made mine. And I think, so off the bat, um, I think if you want to get into Elder Scrolls Online, I think you should definitely buy the Elsewhere update because it has the best intro to an expansion and to it gets you into the game. I think it's been a hub. It, I remember playing ESO when it first launched. And I think this, we had a cat in the back. She heard the Khajiit. She's, she's she here like, now. Oh, she said, you call for uh, Khajiit? Um... The like intro teaches you very like the, the base combat and like really well. It's really nice. Um, so what happens is like your character wakes up. You're at a palace and they're like, "Oh, you were attacked by a dragon. Like dragons have been unleashed. Your character survived a dragon attack. Um, you were like one of the last survivors of this attack." Uh, and then they're like, "Oh, like let's make sure you're okay." with some combat and then they go through and teach you the combat mm-hmm. and like which is helpful because like there were some stuff i like forgot like i forgot that like oh blocking and then doing a heavy attack stuns the enemy which is really handy to have especially when you're playing a caster like me um and then the follow-up is they send you into like kind of like a little mini dungeon area and as you're walking through they have 
all kinds of armor, all kinds of weapons, because what's very big in this game is like picking a weapon and like sticking with it because you unlock skills with that weapon. So like I knew I wanted to play a mage class that was using what in Elder Scrolls Online is as a destruction staff. Um, so I went and like found one, started using it, uh, which is really handy. Usually you're like stuck with like a two-handed sword until you can like find a weapon somewhere. Um, which kind of like sucks if you like you really want to play that caster type and like you're stuck with a two-handed sword and that's like how you're gonna do a lot of your damage. So that was really nice. I think it's a really it's a wonderfully designed intro part of the game that really helps you out uh, and it really introduces you to like the issues going on in Ellisware uh, with like the dragons are out there, but also like necromancy is a very big thing and like you're one of the good necromancers, but like people still refer to you sometimes in a negative light because you are a necromancer. Uh, I don't know if, like, they call you... So, in, like, when you're talking to characters, they call you Walker. And I don't know if they mean, like, Walker because, like, you survived a dragon attack or, like, that's a term for necromancers. I haven't been able to put that together yet. Um, Are you sure it's not just your last name? It's, like, your dude named Walker. <laughs> oh, maybe. You don't know? Um, so, I'm, so I, like, I'm playing through the, the intro stuff and I get past everything and, like, they're kind of like, all right, like, Go meet uh, Abner Tharn. He was the guy in the... He was the mage in the trailer from E3. Um, he's kind of like... He's leading the fight against these necromancers and the dragons currently. Um, because he he kind of set them loose. So... So wait, the bad necromancers are teamed up with the dragons? Yes. Because they are partnered with Abner Tharn's sister. And she just like came up into elsewhere and was like... This is my place now. So, like, it's a whole, like, it's I something. Mean, it's pretty cool to make an alliance with the dragons. Yeah, I mean, hey, yeah. smart, smart thinking. Um, and he's like, all right, well, like, you, you need to go find this guy. And so, like, I'm doing something differently where, like, I'm not just mainlining the main story. I'm doing all the side quests along the way. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I'm going to play this game. Because um, it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of cool stuff, as I'm about to share with you. Uh, so the first side quest I find is for um, in Elder Scrolls Online there are solo dungeons called delves where you go into like a dungeony like in other like MMORPGs but you're by yourself and so it's kind of a challenge but like it's rewarding like you get a lot of XP from it like I heard this one at like level two and I was finished and I was level five which is a lot of XP for one little thing yeah so I walk up to this lady and she's all like how am I going to get the book I don't know how to get the book. And you walk up, and you're like, oh, hey, how can I help you? Like, do you need some help or something? She's like, oh, you can go give me the book. And you're like, what? She's like, I want to raise my dead pet. Aww. And it's like, oh, okay, this is this is pretty sweet. And like, but like, one of the character, like, options for me was like, oh, like, you know this is like necromancy, right? And she's like, no, 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 no. Like, our, our church has rules against it. This is just like a advanced form of magic. And like, the dialogue option was like, I'm a necromancer. This is necromancy. And she's like, no, no, just go give me the book. Like, go. Um, and so you go and you find out that, like, her partner uh, tried to raise his dead friend. And the dead friend ate the pet. Because he raised him as a zombie. And the zombie ate the pet. And then so the partner had to kill both the dying pet and the zombie and I was like, this is really fucked up. I just want to get this done with. And so you walk out and she's like, ah, I can't wait to raise my pet frog. And I was like, wait, what? There's a, there's a pet tiger in there. What's happening? I was so confused. I was like, okay, whatever. 
So I guess there's a pet tiger somewhere that got eaten for no reason. I felt very bad about it. Are um, you sure it's not just a tiger named Frog? Oh, maybe. I didn't think about that. That'd be pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got through that and was like, all right, that was interesting. Um, and so I'm going through, I start doing the main story stuff. And it's like, oh, hey, dragons are here. You survived one. But along the way, so the big update to Elsewhere is that there are now dragon bosses just out in the world, right? And like the whole point is like team up with a group of people in the area and go fight them. I was level four and I was like, I'll give this a whirl. And so I walked up, threw a fireball at it, was like, nope. I did like zero damage and got hit by a fireball, almost died. Now you know how I feel all the time when I'm underpowered. Yeah. Uh, so turn around and start walking off. 30 minutes have passed of me playing this game, Sam, and I get a, che- a trophy that says Dragon Killer. It counted <laughs> that I did two damage. I'm a little bummed because I think I may have gotten loot from that dragon, but it was so far away at that point, I was like, I can't go back and get it now. Whatever. Um, <laughs> and so the Necromancer is a lot of fun. Uh, the, the class itself. So like, it's not like a traditional like uh, like in Diablo 3, that necromancer class, like you're summoning pets and like hordes of undead. Um, this one's more like you are summoning skeletons, but they're not like permanent pets. I think there is an ability where you get like a skeletal mage that follows you around, but it's not permanent. Like it's eventually going to die. Instead, you're using corpses to kind of like empower yourself. Like uh, if you cast a certain ability over top of a course, it gets an improved buff. Um, if you cast this. Uh, it's one called like blast bones and like I raise a skeleton from the ground and it chases after enemies and like one of the things is like if it explodes near a other corpse it does like double damage um, my favorite current ability is I get to throw a flaming skull but on the third cast it does more damage and then my favorite is called ricochet skull it bounces and like it does this cool like little animation of it just bouncing in between enemies so for, like huge groups of mobs like yeah. It's just, it's really cool looking. It's a very impressive visual. Um, and I'm, I'm enjoying that kind of like, because I played at Nightblade before this. So I was up, up in the melee and like stabbing stuff. But like I said, I'm like in the back and I'm like throwing like fireballs from my staff mixed with like casting stuff to do it. And I just unlocked this ultimate ability. Um, so every tree has an ultimate ability. And the one for the kind of DPS necromancer is this giant like, they call it a flesh abomination. It's like it's just like a giant like creature made of flesh and it rises from the ground and it just starts pounding its fists and then it does like a super smash just kills everything like instantly it's so nice i love it um and i'm having a blast with it uh i the destiny stuff is really ramping up so like, i've been playing a lot more of that but i've been enjoying elder scrolls a lot um and i had probably one of my favorite quests of all time come up so i'm approached by a guy in a city called Mizik Thunderboots. He's Khajiit. One of my first options was to ask, why is your last name Thunderboots? Would you love to hear his response? Absolutely. I chose the name Thunderboots because I am a detective. I must protect the innocent. That is why I am Thunderboots. Okay. What? At least Khajiits are pretty. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, he's like oh i've been hired to help find this uh man's daughter would you like to help me and it's like yeah cool i'm in uh and so he's like oh go uh go ask him where he last saw his daughter and so you walk into this house and something's off i can already tell because he's got a table 
and there are cats, like Aloy, surrounding the table. Like, they're sitting at the table, like, eating food off the table. And I'm like, there's something weird about this guy. That's a lot of fucking cats. He's a Khajiit. So I was like, okay. And this is where I think I've learned that, like, if you're if they're, like, not on two legs like a Khajiit, they're called a Fa Khajiit, is I think they're called. Someone could correct me on that if they know the real thing. And he's like, oh, I lost my daughter. She just vanished. I think she was kidnapped. It's like, okay, like, fair. Like, who do you think did this? I don't know. All right. We'll see what we can find. Where was the last place you saw her? What's up? I have a guess about what happened. Should mm-hmm. I should I make it now or save it? Go for it. Save it? Uh, did she get turned into a Farkajit? No. Okay. okay. I, I see where you're coming from with that. Okay. All right. uh, well, Continue. at this point, I'm like, I'm not really looking for a kid. I'm looking for a fucking cat. This dude's crazy and like just calls him his kids. Um, and so by proxy, we start realizing this town is being robbed by like a what is it, a gang. And so like we're like, oh, like they probably kidnapped the kid. Like maybe the kid saw something she wasn't supposed to. So we go start stopping them. Like we were like stopping their trade on the the river, and like we we're busting up their like gang hideouts. And then, like, he's like, ah, meet me back at the hotel. Like, I'll meet you in my room. We're going to, like, discuss some plans. And as I'm walking back there, this, like, character with, like, a hooded face on, like, walks up. And he's like, you need to stop investigating for this kid or else I'm going to murder you and your friend Thunderboots. It's like, whoa, all right, okay. So I go tell Thunderboots about this. And he's like, ah, you met the rogue. She threatened me too. (laughs) I'm like, what? Okay. Um... And so she's like, oh. And, and like, as she that character is leaving, she runs into somebody who was carrying like fruit. And so like her footprints are now like leaving the building. He's like, oh, I'm gonna go talk to the guy about his missing child. You follow the rogue. So I follow the rogue back to the hideout. Thunderboots meets me there and is like, all right, this is it. We're gonna finally figure out if she's the one kidnapping the kid. So I go through this hideout. It's another delve. Um Thunderboots is just following me around, being like, ah, I'm kind of a pacifist. I don't like to fight people. And I'm like, oh, thanks, Thunderboots. You're a fucking help. Um, and so we get to the end, and I see a cat in a cage. And I'm like, I knew it. It's a fucking cat. It's a dire time. And so I'm fighting the rogue, and I'm like, I use my ultimate. It smashes her. She, like, falls to the ground. She's like, no, I won't let my father have this cat back. And I'm like, wait, what? And then, like, in comes Thunderboots, uh, like, the local cops, and this Khajiit dad. Apparently, the Khajiit dad cared too much for the Fa Khajiit that it made her daughter angry, or his, his daughter angry, and she left and became the rogue. And so she was coming back, despite her father, and kidnapped one of his Fa Khajiit, who, in fact, was the kid we were looking for. And, like, I was like, what the fuck just happened? I loved it. It was awesome. I, at the end of it, I was like, this is so crazy. I'm, I'm loving this. Um, so, yeah. I was like, this is... This is so, and it's, like, we're very early intro quest. And, like, I really was like, oh, maybe I should, like, skip this one. This seems like it's going to be a long process. 100% worth it. Um, <laughs> and so, like, you go back to the hotel with Thunderboots. And he's just like, oh, thanks so much for the help, man. Like... I'll, I'll be looking out for you. And I was like, oh, cool. All right. I don't know if that means anything, but okay. Um, and so the last like little side quest I want to talk about is uh, 
this random this woman is like oh can you help me get my old gang back together and one of her gang members is called serene and i don't know how this works because there are khajiit who like are full-on like upper, upper like two-legged there are like fakajit which are just like little cats there are like these hulking like monster looking khajiits that walk on all fours and like talk to you and then there's like fakajit but they're a little bit bigger but they can talk and serene is one of those okay serene is a drunk <laughs> and likes to cast magic when drunk so in the middle of the quest she's supposed to be doing a teleportation spell and she's like ah you're good you're good she gets to me and the last guy and she's like oh i'm gonna puke and starts like hurling and always somebody's gotta throw up yeah Jeez. and she's like i'm gonna be honest with you guys like a, a spectral form of her shows up she's like i'm gonna be honest with you guys they always say don't drink when casting magic i say fuck the rules I don't know where you guys are right now. You're going to have to find your way back to us. And it disappears. I'm like, thanks, Serene. You're really good. I like you a lot. Um, so currently, I think I just finished the first chapter of the main story um, where a dragon sits down and like talks to us and is like, listen, I'm going to give you the option to leave elsewhere because if you don't, I'm going to murder you and your friends and your family. And I'm like, oh, damn. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. Guess what? All right. I'm coming for you next, dragon. And it was pretty cool. Um, so currently, I think I'm about to set off to try to talk to Abnertharn's sister. We're going to try to, like, do some deception stuff. Try to, like, be like, hey, like, maybe you shouldn't be working with the dragons and the necromancers. Probably a bad look for you. People don't mm -hmm. like it very much. You already, like, invaded and killed a bunch of Khajiits. Like, don't be doing that. So I'm pretty excited to get back into that. Um, I think with, like, some of the Destiny stuff, like, kind of ramping down soon. I'll definitely be hopping back into elsewhere um it's a blast i'm loving it um it's it's and like they have a full year of content coming out and so i'm just really excited for all that but yeah cool. that was the uh the elder scrolls essentials a lot of fun loving my necromancer nice um, sam tell me about trine 2 all right uh well a while back i i had talked about trine 1 that i played through and i enjoyed it um and so i had the, uh, trying two and three, the well, actually the whole bundle, all three had gone on sale, and I got it. Um, but actually, before I started playing it by myself, uh, when Bitch Team Alpha did their anniversary stream, I got to play some trying two with them. Um, and actually, they did this this really cool thing, which I didn't know about before. There's this app on your computer called Parsec, and it lets you like uh, this. The other Sam, Sam Treggs, he had trying to on his computer and so he and katie were playing on their end and then we logged in through parsec and i it's like i was right there with them and i could just plug in oh. a controller and play through his computer um and it performed really well there was one instance where i had to like log off and log back on but it was it was cool mm. and like let me tell you that game is so much fun when you play it with three players as it's intended because it's just like such beautiful chaos on the screen and i i love mm. platformers that are like that um yeah. so i had a good time with that so we only played like an hour, hour and a half of it. Um, so I decided to go through and, and play some on my own. And I've been having a good time with it. Uh, it's got the same lovely visuals and uh, music like the first one did. Um, the first one, I, I really didn't pay too much attention to the story. I was just like, yeah, whatever. There's something about this trine that like linked all of our souls together because she plays three characters. Um, but this one like seems very interesting because you're in this kingdom... I don't know how it started, but you're in this kingdom and 
there were these two princesses and like you find collectible poems kind of like about their relationship and like they're all cutesy and sweet to start with but then they kind of start taking a, a change in tone and you start thinking that something sinister might be happening and like you get to the point and like I'm pretty sure like one of the sisters did something real bad to the other sister and we've been talking with one of them like uh there's Isabel and Rosalind something i don't know rosalind is the one that were oh oh cody you've you've frozen and and you look you look like you're asleep um that's much better okay uh so yeah i think this rosalind is is the real bad one so i don't know we'll we'll see what happens but um the gameplay is is like a little different not much uh from the first one uh but the in the first one when you would get your XP points and like you'd get a skill point and get to level up, you get to spend like you said you have one, but you could spend one on each character, and so like everybody could level up their skills pretty quick. This one, it's like no, you need to work a little harder. You get one skill point and just one character gets to use it, and then like you have to earn another one to do somebody else. Um, so I've pretty much been focusing on the mage. I'm sorry, the wizard. I don't know if he's called a major or wizard. His name's Amadeus, and he's my favorite. He does conjuring. Amadeus! Um, so he can conjure boxes, and then I got him to where he can conjure planks, which those were available in the in the first game. Uh, and then he's also got abilities where now he can levitate enemies, or he can, if he draws a box like above an enemy, it'll fall down and trap them in the box. Uh, so he's got some some better combat skills this time around. Still not good with him in combat. I usually change to the to the warrior when I need to do some combat. But I've been having a lot of fun with him. Um, this game seems like a, seems harder than I remember Trine One being. There was like one part at the very end of Trine One where it started. It was pretty tricky. But this one, like, there have been some stuff that's like I don't know how you're really supposed to do it. But like, I kind of get through. I, it's not really cheating because I'm using the tools that they gave me, but like I mm. feel like I'm cheating to get through it. Like I, I feel like there's some way you should figure out how to do it, but like I'll just do this thing where I'll have Amadeus like conjure a block and then I'll just jump on it while it's falling to make it to the other side, which I'm sure isn't the way you're supposed to do it. But hey, I get past it, so I'm like that's fine. Um, I ran into this this like vine creature that will eat you. It's like you can't fight it. It's just like if you walk by, it eats you. So I'm like, I'm sure there's some specific way you're supposed to get through this, but like, I couldn't figure it out. So I'm like, okay, well, Amadeus, he's going to like conjure two boxes and then a plank on top of it. And he's going to hide under that plank and just like slowly move across the screen until he gets across. And that worked. Like, that seems like cheating. Uh, Later, I was looking at the skill tree again and realized that the thief, she has a skill where she can go invisible (laughs) for a brief amount of time. I'm like, oh, that's probably the skill I should have had to get past those things. But... But that's fine. Um, I have had a few situations where I was like, I mean, I understand what I'm supposed to do to be able to get through it, but like I can't get it to work. And so I I had to just go ahead and and get the second controller out and like activate like I've got a second player and like get so like. There was this one I, I had to get through this gate and I had to pull this thing down over here to get it out. But like as soon as you let go, the gate would fall down again and like. It, it gives you the characters will give you hints about stuff 
And Amadeus is like, oh, yeah, a, a box and a plank should fix this. And I'm like, fuck you. I've been trying for like 20 minutes to get these boxes and planks and nothing's working. Um, so I got the uh, thief to just use her grapple. And so she was just hanging from it. And then like I had Amadeus go through the gate while it was open. And then I just abandoned her and left and it was fine. Um, so I've done that a couple times where I've had to pull in an extra character to help me out. And... You know, I'm getting pretty dexterous uh, with holding the controller in place with my feet when I need to so that I can oh. get through here. Um, also, there's like some trophies that you can get if you're but you have to have like multiple people playing. So like if you have like you have to like stack a certain number of stuff on top of the yeah. knights holding the shield. So I was like, I did that just to get some trophies, um, but I'm having a good time with it. I'm pretty close to the end. I think I've only got like two levels to go to the end. But then I was looking, because I looked online to see like how long it was, and apparently this is trying to the complete story, so that includes a DLC. So I've got like seven more levels that are something to do with goblins that, uh, that I'll get to play after this, and then I'll have Trine 3 after that, which I was reading online because I wanted to see when Trine 4 was coming mm -hmm. out, because it's at some point, I don't know when. Um, but they were talking about Trine 3, like apparently they did things a little differently, and like it was more 3D. Which I don't really know what that means yet, because I don't really like 3D platformers. So yeah. we'll see like how much that is. If it's more like character modeling, or if it's like actually 3D platforming. Um, but yeah, I'm having I'm having a real good time with it, and like I was having so much fun with it. That's why I decided to play The Missing. So I was like, yeah, I'm having I'm having a good time with this platformer. I'll be able to do that one just fine. So uh, I I really missed playing Trine while I was playing The Missing. So, but. Uh, yeah, it's a fun game, and like if you have multiple people to play it with, I highly recommend it because that would be a lot of fun too. But yeah, we it's a good game. Fun with it. Yeah. All right, we got like a couple small news stories. You know, it's after E three, a lot of things are happening. Uh, at least that we care about. Um, <laughs> so first up, uh, the Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven demo that they showed at E three is going to be shown at PAX West. So we'll find. The, the demo shown to like private behind door stuff is going to be shown to PAX West to everybody. So that was pretty cool. I don't think I saw the demo from last year. I don't think I ever watched it. So Was it I public? Just, I think it leaked last year. Oh, okay. I and, yeah. Um, but I am excited for this one. Um, I was listening to Kind of Funny and Easy Allies. They did a podcast together on the Gamescast and they were talking about it and like there's some interesting mechanics in there I'm kind of into, like how like you can like create a backstory for your character, and like there's options from like you can be like a rich like socialite, or like you could be like a little like a street kid, or like I think uh, I think the third one I forgot what the third one was, but like those were two of the options, and there was a third one, and like how like whatever you pick your backstory as like affects your character in the long run, um, and like that's kind of interesting. Uh, I'm I'm really excited for Cyberpunk. I like. Besides the Keanu Reeves stuff, it does kind of seem like more my jam than, like, mm -hmm. The Witcher was from CD Projekt yeah. Red. Um, I am a little bummed. So, like, they gave out these, like, sick bomber jackets at D3 to, like, behind Kozori people. And they're going for, like, $400 on eBay. I'm not paying $400 for no jacket. And they're like, oh, don't worry. Like, it's coming to the store. And I was like, oh, well, let me go check out y'all's store. Like, so they just opened it this year. And I guess CD Projekt Red is based in, I want to say, Sweden? and right. so currently it's only for eu people and like you can't ship anything out to the u.s but there will be opening a u.s store later they said and i'm like mm -hmm. no 
I really want this bomber jacket. It's really cool. Cody, let, let me just remind you that it's it's summertime and you I don't know. need the jacket right now. You can wait until it comes. It's a really cool bomber jacket. They also have a really cool hat on there that I think is based yeah. on Keanu Reeves' character. And I was kind of wanting that too. Uh, I don't know. I'm excited for Cyberpunk. I think it's going to be a really good game, hopefully. I'm sure it'll be a great game, um, just based on who the developer is. They make good games. Uh, I'm still not sure if it's for me, but we'll see. It's fine. Um, the other news is Harry Potter Wizards Unite launched today when we were recording this. A day early, I believe, is what mm-hmm. you were telling me. Okay. Yeah. And you said you had some Surprise. thoughts on this, Sam. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my thoughts are, cool, let me go download this. Uh, Google Play Store is like, oh, hey, this is not compatible with your phone. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, it's not, it's not like super old phone. It's a Motorola G5 Plus. And we've talked before about how crappy my phone is just because of other things. Uh, but like, because I was, I was in the, the third player games Discord, we were talking about it. And Amy posted like what the tech specs were. And, like, I tracked down stuff. I, like, figured out how much RAM is on my phone. And, like, I did have to free up some memory. Well, I freed up some memory. Didn't help. Um, like, all the tech specs look like they should work, but apparently not. Um, so I know, like, sometimes mobile stuff is just certain brands or whatever are not compatible with stuff. Or maybe later they will be come compatible but i'm just like i was really disappointed because you know i've played pokemon go on the phone and okay. done stuff like that it's the same company I, you would think it would be similar but um but no so no magic for me in the time being um which is unfortunate um i did hear that like you can pick whichever house you want to be in and it doesn't affect your gameplay at all because they wanted everyone to be able to do stuff with their friends and not have it divided by houses so that's cool um, I was going to be in Ravenclaw. Um, but I I'm thinking gonna... I want to be in that one. I don't know. It's where the cool kids are. So yeah. uh, it doesn't matter because not playing it. I think I'm going to give it a go. I, I like we were talking. I I like the movies. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get into the books. Like, I just couldn't sit down and read them when I was younger. Yeah. Um, so I'm interested in it. And like, you know me. I love Pokemon Go. So maybe this will make me want to read the books. Who knows? I mean, you don't, you, you, don't, you don't need to. You watch the movies. It's like, yeah. you get the story. It's fine. Also, isn't this like kind of like more based on like the creatures from that Fantastic Beast movies? And I don't really like, I'd never watched those. They seem like a cash grab to me. Uh, I watched the first one and I quite enjoyed it. And now, just now, I can't recall if I ever watched the second one or not. Which is probably a poor reflection on it if I did watch it. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll check in next week. That's the news, yeah. That's all we could... uh, That's all we cared about. Yeah. So, real quick, let's hit on a quick uh, listener question. Our friend Groon wrote in and asked, which system have you played that had the best and worst controller? I think the best controller, in my opinion, is the PS4 DualShock. Really love that controller. Do you know? Oh, but the Xbox 360 controller was really good. Like, I remember playing with that for a long time. And I think it's, like, kind of what like, a lot of people use when they play on PC with controllers sometimes. I was going to say that I thought the best one was the Xbox 360. 
And I didn't I didn't actually play with it for very long. Like I didn't have that Xbox mm-hmm. 360 for very long, but it just something about it felt very good and like yeah. it was at a time when I was having a lot of problems with my my wrists and my hands hurting and it just seemed to feel better when I was playing the Xbox 360. And I think just in general, I prefer the offset joysticks. So, so I don't know. It was just, there was something good about it. And like, I don't, I don't like the Xbox One controller as much as I like the Xbox 360. I don't know what they did in between, but like, yeah, like I feel like the Xbox One controller is like bulky and like heavy. Mm. Whereas the Xbox 360 one was like light and just very. Yeah. All right. You you sold me. The Xbox 360 does have the best controller. There we go. Yeah. As far as worst controller, do you have one, Sam? I do. Um, I I just went ahead with uh, the original NES controller, uh, just because it's just like it's a plain rectangle. So like there's no rounded edges and you play in it for a while and you just got those corners kind of digging into your hands. And it wasn't they didn't they didn't know about ergonomics back back when they made that. So it's just kind of like, yeah, it doesn't feel very good. For me, it's probably the Nintendo 64 controller because like it was the three prong thing and it's like how were you designed to fucking hold that exactly like, i guess like you kind of rest your hands like your fingertips on that middle one and but like that one joystick in the middle was so out of play i don't know like that controller really bothered me i remember like i playing as a kid and being like this is such a weird thing but like i just got so used to it that you just kind of like figure it out i definitely remember like playing like pokemon stadium 2 and like one of the mini games was like it's like swirl the joystick i remember like getting it fucking going and i was like i always like dug into my hand like left a little yeah. mark because that's another thing is that like the joystick wasn't like padded it was like a little spiral was cut into it yeah and like if you press too hard into it it left an imprint so yeah nintendo 64 weird controller i i don't i hardly remember it because i didn't play much on my nintendo 64 like at all so it's i really don't even remember what it was like I do see where you're coming from. I think that whole NES thing was a thing. It was like how it would dig into kids' hands after a while. Yeah. Yeah. Super yeah. Nintendo. Great controller, though. They, they got rid of the edges and made it round. They did. They learned. Um, and and my my other one that it's, it's like, it's both good and bad, is just the Nintendo Switch Joy-Cons. Like, they're awesome for what they are, but if you're playing single Joy-Con like Mario Kart... Like, man, your hands are going to hurt really fast. It's like, it's just so small and it's just not good for that. But I mean, it's cool for what it is because it lets so many people play at the same time with like, you know, not having to buy dozens of separate controllers. So it's, it's, it's both good and bad, but yeah. 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 Well, if you would like to let us know. Thank you for the question. If you would like to let us know what you think the best and worst controllers are, you can reach out to us at contact at geekartgames.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at geekartgames. You can find our merch, like the shirt that Sam is wearing, at geekartgames.com slash shirts. You can join our Discord at geekartgames.com slash Discord. A lot of fun chat going on in there. You can follow our Twitch streams at twitch.tv slash geekartgames. You can find our YouTube videos at geekcargames.com slash YouTube. You can leave us a five-star reviewing, a like, or a subscribe on YouTube or your podcast service of choice. We greatly appreciate it. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Geekar... Well, you can find me on Twitter at Geekar Games every now and then. You can find me on Twitter at Convocody. Sam, where can I find you? 
I'm at S-K-S-U-V-A-K. I think that was everything. I think that was everything. Good yeah. show this week. Yeah. yeah. All right, Sam. Take it away. We're just two geeks who heart games. Do-do-do-do-do. Kajits are cool. <laughs>